Hey, I'm Toby. And I'm Larry. Welcome to How Does That Sound? Just thinking about the fact that it's nine weeks of doing this podcast, I actually think that's incredible because I don't know how we've been able to be consistent despite all the different things that have happened over the past nine weeks, like from you know work situations to guests um, coming to visitors to even at birthday. Yeah, all parenting drama, all kinds of things. I don't know how to be consistent, but good job. We're doing a good job. Yeah, I mean, it's just how to be consistent. So that's good. I'm learning consistency. Honestly, I feel like some weeks I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, can we not do this? And it could be like, no, we have to keep on showing up. So yeah, that's the, I guess, the, the one thing that I've learned over time the consistency matters. I mean, just sometimes, well, to be honest, like you can't physically show up or you can't, they're just done. Um, I need a break, so but the the if if you are able to, the more you show up, I think the better. And and, and, and shameless plug, I have a newsletter and I've been sending out a newsletter pretty much for I think it's about two years now. Like, yeah. Did you send for November 1st? I have so now I'm about to get there. I've been sending <laughs> it for about two years now. Yeah. Well, recently I've intentionally skipped some weeks. So I'll send it, usually it goes out twice a month, Um, uh, the 1st and the 15th. That's actually what it's called, the 1st and 15th. I've been sending it over for the, over the past two years. Um, But recently I intentionally skipped some weeks. At first I was like, I am usually Mr. Consistency, skipping a week or two. I'm not sure that's what I want. But to be honest, I feel like in this moment, that's what I needed to do. I needed to skip this week to really get a fresh perspective on the, on what I was writing and what I was sharing. Um, but so yeah, there, there are those moments where I feel like you should take some break and really reassess. Um, uh, but other than outside of that, you know, if you, if it's not just for the sake of rest or, if it's not because you're physically unable to do it, I feel like the, the more we show, the better it is for us. The more we learn. So. Yeah, we have a break coming up. Well, we'll keep pushing until the break. Yeah, yeah. Just just for disclaimer, so there are three more episodes after this one to go. Yeah. And they will be taking like, a, I think maybe a month, four to six weeks break before yeah. we come back. Um. This, this, the idea here was to have like a 12 episode, um, podcast and see what that looks like, see how we feel, understand like the flow, the tech and everything. Uh, and then use that to learn from that and then use that to determine how we want to go about it going forward. So yeah, uh, come back to like better content topic. I don't understand like our audience better. Yeah. And like, you know what like 
you guys enjoy listening to so, yeah yeah but yeah if, if you've been listening since episode one now it's a go thank you thank you for listening we appreciate it we hope you will continue to share the the podcast with your friends but today we i think we want to talk about school I want to go back to school for a second yeah. Go 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 down memory lane on on certain or well, not necessarily on specific school experiences, but just the idea of like how much school or schooling or on on, on a broader scale education, how much impact it has on one's career generally. Um maybe I should start by asking you do you have an academic background? In fashion studies, no, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I need the answer, but it's not that. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'm sure. Every, like anyone listening, if you've heard previous episodes, you know that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so I actually don't. I everything that I'm doing is honestly based on experience. You feel like you need one. Sometimes I do, but then at the same time, I'm like, do I really need to? So I'm conflicted. I honestly don't know if it's worth it. I um I've actually connected with um a fashion stylist that has been in the business for I don't know, like maybe a decade. Like she's been in this business for for a while though. And um she you know, they were just having like a mentorship mentorship session and she was like, honestly, she they both went to school, so they two of them actually met. They both went to school, but they feel like it's not worth it to pay like the thousands of dollars to get the knowledge because the money that they would have used to invest in their business, they use it to pay for school. And after school, though what they learned they just land them a job, like they had to like still growing that piece of experience and there's so many things that they learned on their own and they weren't even told in school so you hear that and then you know when you go to like when you're going to like coaching sessions when you listen to all these um motivational motivational talks on life you hear le- learning never stops yeah. you have to keep learning you know keep growing and so it's very confusing it can be very conflicting so i honestly don't know sometimes. Sometimes I feel like I need to because there's some things that people do and I'm like, hmm, I've never really seen that or then when I have to love research and like giving me like come to school I would have knowledge for this. So yeah. I mean I feel like yeah, I agree that with people that say because this is actually what I I actually do and believe. Learning actually never stops. Um I don't think learning is limited to the four walls of a classroom or um it's not limited to like you know a college setting or a primary school high school whatever so i think we always important for us to keep learning in one way or the other but for i know for from what we've talked about before like there is not much out there about fashion styling by way of like um an academic program right yeah like they're quite limited. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it also seems like people, because most of you that you 
I guess introduced me to or uh, shown me the fashion style. It seems like they actually studied something else in fashion, like maybe uh, fashion design. I'm not that much professional. That's different from fashion styling, right? Yeah. Fashion design, maybe tailoring, um, um, textile, or stuff like that. Have you ever considered doing something like that as a way to, like, maybe you know, get into that, get get into a space where fashion is being discussed from an academic standpoint? Yeah, actually, wouldn't mind doing um, fashion design. Yeah, um, I think that would give me a big edge to even if I don't go full on into like designing or owning like my own clothing line, I think it would give me an edge because the time especially when depending on the type of styling that in the long run, you know, I venture into or as I grow and I branch out. If I have to work with like um designers one on one, like it gives me an edge to understand certain things. So yeah, so I think I don't mind doing that. So I'm not only, you don't only know me as a stylist, but then I can also design stuff. And then it push comes to push or like whatever happens. Sure. So it push comes to, I can even sew the clothes. I can make the clothes myself. So I can design it and make it myself. So it just gives me an added advantage. Yeah. So it will be like a, um, like a, a, a complimentary service I can provide. Yeah. You know, if, if, if a client needed like some, design work done or some tailoring work done you could just like yeah. add that extra cost yeah so you studied psychology in college university um do you feel like that degree has been helpful to you in any way so far yeah to an extent it has been because I work, i'm going to work i work with people yeah so um <laughs> you have to understand them right and like, to an extent you know yeah. what thinking um you have you work with people there's certain things that you know you and sometimes i remember certain um things i learned i'm like oh yeah that makes sense you know either social psychology or behavioral psychology or cognitive psychology i think these things come to play and you see how people do things sometimes yeah yeah i i I took some psychology courses in school, but I think most of what I learned from psychology actually, I read it outside of school, like maybe from writing books, reading the DSM, um, reading books written by psychologists. And I can actually say, like, if nothing else, like the beauty of any psychology program is the fact that it helps you understand people. Like, I can actually say that because. There's so many things I've read, or just just even just the diagnosis of like how um what someone might be experiencing, like what they could possibly um be going through, or what what putting a name to the condition that someone might have, like you know, I I, I know people that are bipolar, but they didn't have to tell me just because from my interactions with them and experience with them, I could connect some of what they were doing to what I read in the DSM. Um, DSM, by the way, is the Diagnostic um, Statistical Manual. Did I get that right? I think so, yeah. I remember it. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, uh, it's a book that has like uh, symptoms for mental disorders and 
um, psychologists and you know, clinicians use it as a model for figuring out, or a manner rather, for figuring out you know what uh, what what someone might be going through, what conditions they might have. But yeah, but like yeah, just because I've, I've gone through the book, right? Um, I'm able to like, figure out what someone might be experiencing, and then I'm able to adjust my uh, my approach with them because I know that they might be going through something. But yeah, psychology is actually to me, right? I didn't, I didn't study psychology, but just my readings around psychology makes me appreciate the program or any psychology program. And I can say I can be beneficial to clients. Yeah, no, it gives you, it actually helps. <laughs> There's sometimes that just even, like sometimes when people are talking, I, I don't know if it's even a natural thing, but I'm able to just, I'm able to um, understand. Yeah. And just know how to care on the situation. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I guess the thing, the thing here is so, you, you study psychology in school. I studied biology in school. Neither of us are actively using our degrees, like in our professions. Um, I'm, I'm far removed from biology. Do you want to go back to school? You want to go back to school? Yeah. I mean, I've taken. A program or two to university since it's in this university. Um, I could see myself going back to school. What for? I'm not. I don't know yet. Just I don't know just yet. So when I, when I when I like after university, maybe after university, I think my disposition to school was like this is a waste of time <laughs> unless you really know what you're do, you're trying to do or what you're trying to like achieve with it. And the unfortunate thing is that, especially as a young person, you may not actually know where you're trying to get out of school, right? Until you actually get into it. So you might have to, you may actually have to like do something you don't really care about or you don't really want to do. And in the process of doing that, you figure out what you actually want to do. I think that applies to even jobs and life generally. But in school, it's, it's very, it can be very real. Um, but then, like, if you don't figure that out soon, soon enough, or if you know what it is, but because of a lot of other things that are going on in life, you just decide to stick to what you started with anyways, you might end up being a waste of time. And that is exactly what happened to me. Um, so my biology degree seems like a waste of time. And that I thought made me at the university. But everything I know about writing or anything, everything I know about everything else I've done outside of school, I don't feel like anyone actually put me I, like in a formal setting. I, I had to go out and look for a work experience or like study up on like what other people have done and like do some research and practice and fail and then figure it out. Like that's how I learned, right? And so when I look back, that is education. That's literally what education is like studying, mm-hmm. doing some work, doing some research, you know, failing, practicing, succeeding. Like that's that's the whole point of education. And so I actually think that although school school might not always be the best use of time in certain situations, education as a whole is very important. And it's just a matter of how and when. Getting that education, um, 
like how in terms of like what setting are like, you getting the education is it the right one for you when are you doing it at the right time uh so yeah i, I think i can actually go back to school i don't know what the setting of the school will look like but likely will be online obviously at this point i don't know how much i can commit to like an actual day school or something like that um and then when yeah it, it also depends on what my life looks like but right but i think at every point i'm always taking a course like right now i'm thinking a linkedin course like i'm taking coursera courses i'm taking um, a course from like university of michigan toronto like, so i'm always taking a course at any point in time so doing some sense that, that's like school anyways so are you targeting those courses to like things that you need in writing to like let's see as you're writing right as you're growing if you get to your roadblock and like oh i don't really know how to do this then you go take the course is that what you're doing yeah so i have a list of skills per se yeah let's call them can call them skills that i want to develop or improve on and so i'm following that list of and sometimes the, the list changes like the thing that is the priority of, of the list kind of changes sometimes so yeah i'm using that list to kind of figure out okay this is what i should be studying right now um in the summer I added this to the number. I made it number one on my list. It wasn't number one before, but communication was actually number one on my list. And I took a course from the University of Michigan on communication. I actually wanted to take a course from um, by a pastor. His name is Pastor Erwin McManus. I was going to say Robert. <laughs> no. I think Robert is a different guy. Robert is that guy from like the Food Network, right? Like, <laughs> very, very well sometimes. I can't remember his last name. The guy that like to recently. Yeah. Although I can see, his, I can see slight similarity between Robert and Eric. Very, very slight. They're not the same. Because I'm trying to take on communication, but from it's called the Art of Communication. It's, it's by Pastor Eric McManus. But I think he was like what. Three thousand dollars. Three k. Yeah. USD. Of course. Uh, you know, like, yeah. I didn't like because I, I I couldn't justify paying that because I don't know how much time I can actually commit to because this is probably like an hour here, an hour there. Like the plan was for both of us. Three hours a week or something like that. Yeah, the plan was for both of us today, but I feel like once I saw the price, I couldn't focus. It. Yeah, I mean, it. I, it I would have. Uh, I could have. I could have actually done it. Like, I could have actually taken the course. I just didn't think I'll be able to commit to it in the way that yeah. it makes sense for that amount of money, right? So, yeah. anyways, I ended up taking because from University of Michigan as, as, as a substitute. But the thing was that the way Eric McManus um, spoke about his course made me understand why it's important for me to actually learn about communication. I actually believe that communication is the most important skill a person can have. The way you speak, the way you articulate yourself, the way you um you share ideas is actually I think that actually the most important skill. Anyways, that's why I took a course on communication and so and I think I also take some more courses. Maybe I'll go back to Evans courses at some point. But right now, the courses I'm taking they are multi-jar marketing, um just brushing up on the marketing skills. That means in the long run, you might not, you might not, okay, so I think you might not need school, 
but one and then secondly have you met anyone that's gone to like school and went for like writing or that field and what's their feedback like what's the take for you oh someone that went to like uh the studies creative writing in school or yeah yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know a lot of people. I don't know a lot of people that, um, that uh, that went to Judaism school or went to, um, you know, they studied creative writing that have good experiences. Yeah, well, I'm sure they had good experiences, but I don't know if they would say that. Yeah, that was the most useful. I, I, I don't know if they would say it had an impact. It had that much impact. But I'm sure it did in some sense, right? Every degree has an impact, however, regardless of how we see it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, and also recently, I actually saw a report on, online that like 70% of journalism students in the US regret their degree. Uh, it doesn't mean degree is what we want to do, it just means that sometimes those degrees are not up to date with reality, right? And they don't prepare you for like what the real world looks like. So, um, I guess the question. What was the question again? Sorry. Like, <laughs> uh, do I know anyone that? Yeah, that I've gone. To no, I, 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 don't. And I've had like a different experience. I'm writing. I, I honestly don't. I, I don't know other people that would say that. But the funny thing is that most of the people I look up to, well, not most. Some people I look up to, when I look at their background, they actually did something. Um. Writing in some form or with yeah with school. My favorite author is Dan Brown, and he's an history teacher, or he was an history teacher. There is this Nigerian author, uh, based on no nations is his name of his book. I believe it became a movie. I think it was adapted for uh for screens. I think his name is his name is Uzodima Wela. Yeah, okay. Konji Wela's. I was about son. to say this is not Yeah, he, he studied um English in school as well. I think maybe went out by the summer. But he studied English in school and American literature. And I found that interesting too, because you know, again, you you wrote a book that was well acclaimed. Um, but he had that background in, in the academic background in writing. Um, also, there's this girl, Kumi Adeyemi, she's also a Nigerian, well, Nigerian American. She also studied, um, English, I believe. You know, so, so although I don't know other people, like, directly that, have given me positive feedback about their experiences or the impact of yeah, yeah, writing or journalism or literature programs from university. I do know some people that are successful that that become successful writers that actually have that background. So I so in that sense, right? Like it, I'm not going to say that you know an English um, or literature or journalism degree is worthless. I won't say that. I think that is is benefits just depends on on the person and depends on what you do with it have you do you know the people that studied fashion design that went on to become i'm sure i'm sure there are like i think i think fashion, fashion design is, is probably more yeah common. i also i also honestly i 
is absolutely quite difficult. Today, I was actually, um, I was online, I was just doing a bit of research, and there's a, um, a Vancouver owned um, brand. Yeah. Um, it's called um, Slate Wearables, I believe. Yeah. Um, so the owner, like the CEO, she, like on the page, the about page, how yeah. she started, she was like, the brand came to life literally from her final year project. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, that's interesting. So I believe during her final year, as she was doing her project on what to present, yeah. she was like, oh, I can actually branch out and just start my business from here. And they're quite, and, to, and with the, the fashion industry is weird because it's, it's closed knit at the same time it's open. I don't know how to say it. So like all these um schools, they actually give um their alumni that like students from your project they yeah. actually give them opportunities to connect with people in the industry. Yeah. So recently I went to I attended um Vancouver Fashion Week and one of the sessions on the like runway was um a popular um fashion school in it's not only Vancouver but it's one of like in Vancouver I think we have a campus in Montreal as well called La Salle. Yeah. They actually had a session for their students to present their clothes on the runway. So imagine if like you it's your project right and you do that people would try to take pictures you know it has publicity for you. So yeah so a lot of people actually go that route. Yeah. So it, yeah, you, so it does merit it at least can help you with networking and yeah. Yeah, like getting to meet the right people that might you know, connect to it. Yeah, I think the biggest yeah. thing to be honest in the fashion industry is networking. Yeah. It's a lot like because um it's a lot of networking and even the ladies that I met that are fashion stylists, that's one of the things that they highlighted. You have to come out of your comfort zone. It's a lot of networking. Even if yeah, you put in, you like, yeah, you can do your work, you know, you can design, but you can post on social media, but the reach you're trying, so the social media reach, you have to like keep at it. And then you can't guarantee that the people on social media are going to be your clients, right? Yeah. So, or they pay you. So, yeah, so it's a lot of networking. So, I think. There's a very, it's a big plus for going back to school. Yeah. To be, to be fair though, like, I know at the beginning you're like, you're no program around fashion styling or like, that is, that is, I guess, well accredited or, um, and with what your time at the moment. But you plan to go back to school, right? You yeah. talked about, there's a program that we've seen that yeah, you no, plan to go for. Yeah. Um, uh, maybe we'll talk about the program in more detail in a different in a different episode. But if you could go back, and we can end on this question, if you can if you can go back to university, what would you study? I actually don't know because universities don't have fashion courses. Some do depends on which one. 
If I could go back. So you're thinking about the same university you went to, but just think about university generally. Then I have to be the one you actually. Oh, obviously, with the knowledge I have now, yeah. if I was to go back to school, I don't even know if I would do like a four-year degree because I would have probably. I know it's like well, like well, Nigeria is like you know the four-year degree is like did you go to school? But coming here and realizing that my experience is the experience is better, and even if it's just like going to a school where it's a year or two and it's yeah. tailored to what I want to do. I know it's worth it. So yeah, if I was to go back to school, I would actually just target going to schools that would teach me like fashion, um, like would put me in that fashion so like at schools that are like different schools, I think they're mutual schools. I've seen some in Vancouver, they call them um school of design, you know. I mentioned LaSalle College earlier. There's also one called Blanche McDonald's. Like these are schools that yeah. they have a mixture of not only like fashion stuff, but like, like for example, like Blanche McDonald's, they have like hairstyling as well. But like certain art courses, they brought them and then they teach the students specifically and give them opportunity to have experience and create portfolios and also help them in starting their business. So I think I would just you know, going to spend the money I spent four years. Yeah. <laughs> I would yeah, I would narrow my school down to actually what I want to do because my my work is is honestly is experience first and then like as you grow in experience and you do certain things that so you do internships. Your, yeah, like you need a lot of experience. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Like, your 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 profession is very practical. Very. Um, so that makes a lot of sense. I think if I w- was to go back to university, like go back in time, I would actually major in either sociology or psychology, and do my sociology. Could just understand how society works. Sometimes that intrigues me. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, just understanding how like social norms and what people's uh like behavioral patterns are. But yeah, that intrigues me. Um I would minor so I would major in either psychology or sociology and minor in creative writing if it's possible. That yeah, like what about English? Like English literature. Like Yeah, like uh I mean <sighs> I, I don't know if I yeah, I, I I'm I'm not actually too familiar with what the curriculum for an English digital program is. I think I'm more familiar with what creative writing programs are. Um so yeah, I, I don't know what maybe but I have to see what curriculum looks like. Um but creative writing makes more sense to me just from where I'm sitting right now. No, we have allowed that probably a major in like in English and Creative writing. That's all. Like, I no, I don't think I need a major in English or in creative writing because, again, just like what you said, so I think some of this is practical. I think I just want like the basics, the basic understanding of like the principles of creative writing. Um, and I think a minor degree can give me that right. But uh, the reason why I want to major in sociology or psychology is because. I need. I feel like I need a more in-depth understanding of those two disciplines. 
more than I do for creative writing principles. Um, so yeah. Okay. Unfortunately, we can't go back in time. We can only go forward. So <laughs> yeah, we are. I know, but yeah, but it's interesting because it seems like you need school, and at the same time, it seems like you don't really need school. So yeah, I'm curious to know like people's experiences. So yeah, there's anyone like let us know like even in other like in other disciplines, disciplines like what works. Um, does school actually make sense, or is it just you know experience experience? But I think I like um your approach, and I think I'm going to actually do that. There's actually a school that offers short courses, um, short partial courses. So I think I'm actually going to do what you are, what you do, like taking courses here and there, so that before I make my final decision of going to school, <laughs> I will know if it's actually worth it. Because all these schools are expensive. Yeah. <laughs> They're very expensive, to be honest. Yeah. So, but yeah, but yeah so please share your experience with us. I'm curious to know we're all learning from each other. Yeah. Yeah. And if you enjoyed this episode, Please read the show, leave a review, share with your friends. That's honestly the best way to support the show. Thank you for listening. This was the How Does That Sound podcast. Bye now. Bye.